and welcome. My name is Amelia, otherwise known as DJ EJ, and this is Club Crime, a true crime broadcast recording live at KTCU. Guys, this is a very special episode because this is my first Halloween episode ever. My first episode I get to do Unfortunately, it's a day before Halloween. It would be optimal if this was on Halloween, but, you know, I'll take what I can get. But if you have not listened to last week's episode, please go listen to Club Crime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't followed us on social media yet, please follow me on at Club Crime Official on Instagram and at Club Crime Official on Twitter slash X, which, okay. Everyone's like, Amelia, you always tell us to follow you on Twitter, but you've never posted anything on the Twitter. And it's because I'm so bad about using Twitter, guys, because half the time I get on there to like post something. And then it's me like scrolling through like recent like breaking news on Twitter for hours on end and then nothing gets posted and I forget about it. So I'm sorry. I promise eventually one day there will be a tweet on X. But without further ado, it is time for me to introduce my super special guest on the podcast. Ellie, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Hi. I'm Ellie, and I am a student here at TCU. I'm majoring in theater and journalism. Um, I'm originally from Thomasville, Georgia. Go Bulldogs! Uh, Even though I do cheer for the frogs now, but I'm really excited for tonight's episode, and I'm excited to be hanging out with Amelia. Were you a past Bulldogs fan before coming here? I Okay, so I'm not personally a Bulldogs fan, but, like, I grew up in that environment, you know? Like, my parents are really big Bulldog Uh fans, and my brother's a Bulldog fan, so, like, I kind of was by default, which made the national championship really awkward for me. (laughs) Um, hey, guys. Yeah, Um, because it was, like, my family was cheering for the Bulldogs and I was cheering for the Frogs and then the Bulldogs won by a lot so but yeah yeah how like how are you just in general I'm good what's going on uh nothing much it's the beginning of the week I feel like it's gonna be a long week but a good week yeah it was a lot colder today than I really expected it to be I agree on Saturday it was like 85 and then suddenly today it's 35 and it's like hello winter well so I was talking to someone today and we were literally being like did you check the weather this morning to see if it was gonna like ice to get a snow day and they were like yeah did you and I was like yeah I was fully praying for a snow day today yeah I agree I mean if it's gonna be 35 degrees I'd rather it be 35 degrees and snowing so I can stay in bed yeah and I was like I don't even care if it's snow like if it's just some like ice like that's still fine I would literally just like anything to like not have to go to my classes today yep I agree 110 percent but how's your Halloween weekend? I, good. You have big news. You won something this Halloween weekend. I did. I did indeed. I um, so this past weekend, I'm also on the t- speech and debate team here at TCU. We hosted a tournament, uh, the DFW Swing, and I competed on Sunday in three different events, and I won uh, first place for dramatic interpretation, which was super exciting. Yes, for the frogs. So yeah, that was fun. And if you go to TCU and you're listening, you've definitely seen Ellie's face. You have face, definitely seen the posters. Um, on the posters um, all am over I campus. a huge fan of the posters? Mm, not a 
especially, but they are everywhere. And I just think they're iconic. They're yeah. what would you do if I stole one and I hung it up in my room? I'd be actually I have one. I can give you one. I can. Yes. There are so many. Yes. We have so many. We print like hundreds. I, I'm not oh, kidding. So bad. Yes. No. I will. I can sign it. I can get the whole team <gasps> to sign it. Mm-hmm. I would. If you yes. do that for me, I think I actually might yes. cry because that poster is my favorite. I can get the whole team to sign <laughs> it. Especially because you and I, so context for how Ellie and I know each other, we met in acting class. Yeah, we did. And we were in acting class with this guy named Matt. Yeah, we were. And Matt was also in speech and debate. Yes. And Matt's face last year was plastered all over the school. Yep. So it's just this like repetitive theme of like acting class kids just being on the posters of speech and debate. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But what's your interest in true crime? Do you have any? Yeah, I do. I mean, I don't know. Um, name somebody that doesn't like true crime. You know, exactly. like I've never yeah. met anybody that's like, oh, I hate true crime. Mm-hmm. You know, I think everybody does. I love, I feel like I've seen every or almost every true crime documentary out there. Like, I'm going to be real. People will bring them up and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw that. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I did. What are some of your favorite cases? Um, okay. I really like the... Um, see, you put me on the spot. I know. I get, I, this I happens get, to me, too. I get too. stressed. Um, let's see. I got to go with the classic. Ted Bundy. Pretty okay. fascinating. Lizzie Borden. Also fascinating. Who we talked about last week. Okay. Lizzie go Borden off. was the topic last week. Yeah. I love a good cult case. So, mm, like, we you know. We do some cults on here. The the FLDS church mm-hmm. and, and Warren Jeffs is fascinating. Um, this isn't really true crime, but, like, Scientology, anything documentary Ooh. on Scientology yeah. I'll watch in a heartbeat. Ooh, that just gave me a little idea in um, my brain of like a future story yeah, just to cover no, Scientology. Yeah, do like a cult like sidebar, yeah. you know? Um, but nope. yeah. Cults are very popular on here. Um, if you ever get the chance to go listen to the first episode. Okay. Um, my grandma like had interactions with the Manson family. No way. When she oh, was that's one of my, my other mom. favorite cases. The Manson yeah. family. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Not to like shamelessly plug the first episode of Club Crime. But yes, last season was um, stories that all kind of like related to my life in some way okay go off and I so like, that. like personal connection cases i like that a lot which i weirdly just had like a lot of really? some of the stories like were not personally connected to me but there were just the amount that i ended up having was just strange that's wild just odd um but that's a question i've been getting a lot and kind of a sidebar to like the listeners we're not doing personal cases this season, if you couldn't tell already, because <laughs> I kind of ran out. I'm sure I have more. According to my mom, I have more. Um, <laughs> but I, it just was like, let's switch it up. Like, yeah. you know, and maybe like from now on, we'll do like a new theme every season. Because like this season's theme unofficially was like moving through the holidays slash the, like events which i say holidays but then i was like i did a 9-11 episode and let's not call 9-11 a holiday <laughs> i agree i agree with that hey, let's hey, not happy 9-11 happy 9-11 that's you know it's a choice it's a choice um yes yeah but it was like everything's i've tried to keep very topical like today's the halloween episode i'm so excited so i'm hyped do you want to get into the let's, story let's get into it Hit okay me. are you ready for your guest duties i'm ready what are my guest duties i'm going to tell you a true crime story yeah you are it is your job to react 
ask questions, add in your own personal anecdotes, and just add the story in any way that you want. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got you. Awesome. Okay, you have to promise the listeners that I have not told you what your story is going to be today. No, she literally hasn't. Like, I've actually been begging. Okay, so for context, little sidebar, Amelia and I uh, recently made gnocchi together. Yes. And that is how... I am on the show today. Um, So we made gnocchi, and like while we were over there kneading and crushing the potatoes, I was like, "You sure you don't want to tell me what the case is about?" And she kept just hyping it up, like it's so good, it's so good. I mean, I did give you the context that it is a Halloween related, but that's not helpful at all. Do you know how much happens on Halloween? So she literally, she has not told me anything. So I'm I'm excited. This I told you was a juicy story. Yes, and that's true. This is a juicy. story i'm ready let's go today's story is the real life candy man <gasps> Ooh. sources for tonight's story include psychology today okay abc eyewitness news yeah vice the new york daily news and we all know her we all love her miss wikipedia oh yes we love her go wiki the go primary off. source go off <laughs> i really <laughs> It makes me... Okay, I had a conversation with my mom about this once. Does it ever make you mad when Wikipedia asks for, like, a donation? Yes, because like, I don't... I'm donating my time and my views. I don't need to I'm donate like, money. I'm sorry. Like, I understand you need, like, servers and stuff yeah. to, like, run a website, but Wikipedia has been running for enough time that you think it would be self-funding at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. And I love it. Have you ever seen the message where it's like... Uh, like we would shut down without our do- like. No, you won't. I was like, like no, imagine you won't. a world without Wikipedia. I'm literally pretty sure Google would buy you. Yes. before you would shut yes, down. Yes, literally, someone, someone, someone would, buy. would buy you. Jeff, Jeff Bezos? Bezos. Yes, I love that we have the same thought. Is the exact <laughs> or Elon Musk? He turned into Expedia. Oh. Expedia. Expedia. <laughs> I think that's already something. It's but, true. Um, I think it's a actually. What? I think it would be the Zuck. The Zuck. <laughs> I think it would be Mark Zuckerberg. The Zuck. Because I think the amount of like Mark Zuckerberg being a lizard man propaganda on like Wikipedia I mean, is a lot. It's true. It's legit. You know. Okay, let's get into the story. So the background on this case: Ronald Clark O'Brien and his wife Diane were living a fairly formal life with their two children, Timothy and Elizabeth. And I say formal because this was, like, a very put-together... Like, I didn't say normal. I said formal instead of normal for a reason. This is a very, like, think, put-together... Like, etiquette cookie class. Cookie-cutter. Like, yeah. Picture-perfect. Okay. Not etiquette class, because they're a very much like a middle-class family. But just think of, like... Like, the nuclear family. The nuclear... Okay, okay. Like, the nuclear yeah, family. Yeah, I got you. In Deer Park, Texas, which is near Houston. <gasps> that's in our that's in the state that's in we're the in state. right now. Wait, what? <laughs> O'Brien was an overall upstanding member of society. He was an optician, a deacon in the Second Baptist Church, sang in church's choir, and ran a local bus program. On Halloween night, nineteen seventy-four, O'Brien took his two children as well as his neighbor Jim Bates and his two children trick-or-treating in a neighborhood in Pasadena, Texas, which didn't know there was a Pasadena, Texas. Thought there was only a Pasadena, California. I know, me too. The children were having an average night of trick-or-treating when they stopped by a house with no lights on. 
After they got no answer, the children... Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. They went up to a house that didn't have any lights on. Yeah. And they knocked. No I'm lights. I'm assuming they knocked. But they... Okay, that's good. But honestly, that was me when I was trick-or-treating. Okay, I was yeah. like... I'm going to try, like, because some houses still did answer if they this didn't have their true. lights on. This is very true. Uh, me personally, if I have my lights off, it's a no. It's a no from me. But that's but okay. Also, like, if I have my lights off, like, I would probably leave, like, a bowl of candy yeah, outside. Yeah, that's still. true. I would leave a bowl. Yeah. Okay. Like, I would, I, I would make, like, it clear that, like, I'm not answering the door. Don't knock. But here's some candy still yeah. because I want you to get to your like, candy. To, like, be nice, yeah. you know? So they went up to the house with no lights on. After they got no answer, the children, as well as Bates, ran off to find more houses, leaving O'Brien behind. Several minutes later, O'Brien returned to the group, now holding a large handful of 21-inch pixie sticks that he claimed came from the house with no answer. The pixie sticks were given to all four of the children, as well as a 10-year-old boy that O'Brien recognized from his church. Following this, everyone went home. Before Timothy went to sleep that night, he asked his father if he could have a piece of candy. Timothy then chose the pixie stick his father had given him, asking his father to open it for him as he could not. Timothy, after eating the candy, complained that it had a bitter taste. In order to help him wash away the taste, O'Brien then gave his son Kool-Aid. Almost immediately after drinking the Kool-Aid, Timothy began to complain about a stomach ache, later rushing to the toilet to vomit. O'Brien then held Timothy in his arms after he began to convulse and then go limp. An ambulance was called and picked up Timothy, though less than an hour after consuming the pixie stick, Timothy died en route to the hospital. Wait, that's wild. Okay, that's a lot to digest, Mm -hmm. pun intended. So this is a big start. This is a really, Yeah, that's a huge start. Okay, so to summarize, Mm -hmm. we're we're trick-or-treating, right? We find a house with no lights. Um, Homie decides, hey, I'm going to stay here while you guys Mm -hmm. keep going. They Mm -hmm. come back. He suddenly has pixie Pixie sticks sticks. that he says came from his house. He gives them to his son. His son eats one. Is it his son? or His son. His son. His son eats one. Gives it to his son. Son eats one. Uh, Suddenly. Is sick. Is sick. He gives him Kool Aid, which well, the Kool Aid, and then he gets sick. That's it. That's okay. It's, you know, you were asking about true crime earlier, like very Jim Jones. Very Jim. Very I was also thinking about that. I very was like, Jim Jones, um, but probably not at all related. No. Um, but very much like related, but not related. But yeah, exactly. Okay, that's fascinating. Okay. I yes. feel like we already have an idea of who did it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think I th- so. I think we know who did I it. I think we know who did it, but... But let's get into the investigation. Let's do it. Let's do it. After Timothy's death, police almost immediately believed that poisoned Halloween candy might have been the cause of death. Because of this, many families in Deer Park, in the Deer Park area, where Timothy had been trick-or-treating, turned in their Halloween candy to the police, which I would have been so mad. 
I would have been so. I would have really. I mean, imagine being a kid. You know, you're like eight years old. Like when I when I trick or treated, we would get these like baskets, like huge baskets. Oh, right? I'd and use like a pillowcase. Yes, pillow like case. you fill them up mm-hmm. with candy, and then like you get back, and the whole fun part is like trading with siblings. It's trading, and you and, sort like, out, and, and you like, sort it. You make you the count. piles of like what yes. you want and what you don't want. Exactly, and then like what it sits in the pantry for imagine? at least a year. But oh, yeah. it's still it's good to have. But you could know? you imagine, like, you're sitting on the kitchen floor, you and your friends, you've sorted out all your candy, you are locked and loaded, like, you were ready to go, you are ready to start the mm-hmm. bargaining. Hey, little Susie, um, I'm taking away all your candy and I'm giving it to the police. No. I would have been livid. No, I would have lost it. I... No, I can't imagine because that's the whole point. It's like trick or treating. Like, that's the satisfaction you get. That was my hard earned candy. Yes. I probably just walked maybe three miles in my little sparkly devil costume. Yeah, or your Dorothy outfit. Or my Dorothy Mm -hmm. outfit, or my Eric Cartman costume is what I went on on Thursday. (laughs) But you were just like, you were ready to go, and it all got taken from you. That's so sad. I would be so sad. So sad. And for what? Because Timothy ate the, the. the poison pixie stick freaking timothy freaking timothy so uh, it was just a coincidence that night that timothy died that the harris county prosecutor mike hinton was working the police intake so he's basically just this like random prosecutor but he happens to be like there like working halloween night and after getting the call about timothy's death Hinton Hinton suspected that the Halloween candy might also be linked to the cause of death. So everyone at this point is like, okay, we know what the murder weapon was, basically. Yeah. To prove his theory, Hinton was called to the morgue where Timothy's body was being held. Hinton then asked the coroner to smell Timothy's mouth, after which he was told that the boy's mouth smelled of almonds a telltale sign of cyanide poisoning whoa so if you didn't know cyanide smells like almonds that's i mean yeah it's good information to have Mm -hmm. uh just in case anyone if you're if you're like drink (laughs) randomly smells of almonds when it's not supposed to it's just don't drink it it's not good how do you even get cyanide into a pixie stick? We're going to get into like, that. Like, that's the part I have a question about. How, how do you get it in there? You know, We're they're gonna, so tiny. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the 21-inch pixie sticks. Okay. The thick oh, pixie sticks. Oh, it was. Okay, so it's like the thickens. Mm-hmm. Okay, the I got you. The ones that's like literally like so much sugar that you're probably going to die. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and then <laughs> he literally did. Anyway. Okay, we got a text from my mom. <laughs> okay. My mom listens What's the update? live. Okay. Um, my mom wants to know if it was the candy or the Kool-Aid. That's a good Just question. Just wait. We're about to That's answer that. That's a good that. question. I'm about to answer that for y'all. So Timothy's body was very quickly autopsied after the um, Hinton and the coroner believed that he was killed by cyanide. So they weren't going to autopsy him yet, autopsy him yet, but they were like, okay, we have to autopsy him now. Yeah. The contents of Timothy's stomach was found to have pixie sticks laced with a fatal dose of potassium cyanide. The amount of cyanide was enough to kill two fully grown adults. What? Mm-hmm. Somebody had it out for Timothy. I mean, they wanted him gone. O'Brien was initially not considered a suspect in the case until after the pixie stick discovery was made. 
Police were then able to recover four of the five pixie sticks given out by O'Brien that night, found in O'Brien and Bates's homes. All of the pixie sticks were found to have been closed with staples, making it difficult for children to open. Uh, so they were cut open, the cyanide see, was put in, suspicious. and then closed with a staple, which is not how they're supposed to be, because they're closed like with Right, heat. they're like sealed, which well, is the reason sealed. why I was like, how'd you even get it in there? I don't know, I guess... Today, there's just such an emphasis placed on, like, check your kid's Halloween candy. You might find... Razor blades. Yeah, there might like, be razor blades in the Reese's. It's a joke, but also, this is why, mm-hmm. you know? The fifth pixie stick... This is crazy. Get ready for... This okay. is this okay, is the okay, craziest okay. part. The fifth pixie stick could initially not be located, causing the parents of the church boy to become hysterical. The parents then searched upstairs, finding their son asleep with the pixie stick unopened in his hand. (gasps) You're lying. The staples used to close the candy turned out to save the boy that night as they were too strong for him to open the pixie stick. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? That is nuts. Like he was literally like holding the thing that would have just killed him that's crazy that's so that's like such a close call isn't it that's wild oh oh it just that gave me like chills that's crazy that's nuts all five of the pixie sticks had been laced with cyanide the four that were not consumed turned out to have almost three to four times the amount needed to kill an adult that's wild so i mean not only i don't know so a couple couple questions Mm -hmm. here like clearly whoever the murderer is like has not done their research Mm -mm. because it would not take that much to kill a kid kid. and i don't know that just makes me have a lot of questions because it's like you know they went above and beyond what was necessary Mm -hmm. so they're not experienced so you know he literally was but it also was like Maybe he didn't know how much was That's needed, very so it was true. like, well, here goes nothing. But then it's Bonk. also a question of, like, why? Like, why even, why pixie sticks? Why why think, kill well, a kid on if Halloween? If you need, like, powder. That's true. Pixie stick That's is very, the easiest. Pixie stick is the easiest. But we'll get in the mode. Okay. okay. Just you wait. Okay, okay, Just okay. You wait. I keep getting ahead of you. So, the police then took O'Brien back to the neighborhood where the pixie sticks had been given o'brien by this time he had been picked up by police for investigation and according to his statement o'brien could not remember what house he had gotten the pixie sticks from this was odd however as the children had only trick-or-treated on two streets due to rain further suspicions were raised after it was learned that no houses on those streets had given out pixie sticks wait after taking o'brien back to the neighborhood where his kids were trick-or-treating he brought the police to the home where no one had answered according to o'brien he'd stayed behind after the kids had left because a man emerged all so all that o'brien supposedly saw was the man's arm saying that it was hairy the home was discovered to belong to a man named Courtney Melvin, an air traffic controller at William P. Hobby Airport. 
Melvin was quickly ruled out as a suspect, though, as he did not return home Halloween night until 11 p.m. and had over 200 witnesses say that he was there at work that night. Melvin's wife and daughter were in the house, but they had turned off the lights after running out of candy, which was not Pixie Sticks. <gasps> so then who was on their front porch giving out candy? Or is O'Brien lying? O'Brien was lie? investigated even further, with police discovering that he was $100,000, which in 2023 is $620, um, $62.88 in debt. And held 21 jobs over the past 10 years. That's a lot. It was then found that in January of 1974, O'Brien had taken out two $10,000 life insurance policies, which in today's money would be $62,006.29 today, <sighs> for Timothy and Elizabeth. That's horrible. In October... O'Brien took out two more $20,000 policies on the children, which in today's money would cost $124,012.58. Okay, that's suspicious. I mean, that's more than suspicious. Mm -hmm. According to Diane O'Brien, she had no idea about the life insurance policies taken out by her husband. Police also learned that at 9 a.m., the morning after Timothy's murder, Ronald O'Brien called his insurance provider to ask about his payout for Timothy's policy. A search warrant on O'Brien's home helped police find a pair of scissors with plastic residue similar to that of the pixie stick container. Two other witnesses came forward regarding O'Brien, his community college professor, and a man working from a chemical company. O'Brien's professor said that he would regularly ask questions such as, quote, what is more lethal, cyanide or another type of poison, Dude. end quote. Then, according to the, chemi the chemical company witness, O'Brien had attempted to buy potassium cyanide from the chemi chemical company, but after but left after learning that the smallest amount he could buy was five pounds. On November 5th, 1974, after repeatedly maintaining his innocence, Ronald O'Brien was arrested on one count of capital murder for Timothy's death and four counts of attempted murder. The media was now calling O'Brien the, quote, candy man, or the, quote, the man who ruined Halloween, end quote. So now let's talk about his trial. That's, okay. That's a lot. That is wild. Okay. I mean, I feel like Murder 101 is don't take out a life insurance policy Look, if you right need money, before you're about to kill somebody. If you need money, just be a stripper. Just, yeah. I mean, that's the solution, you know? Like, or... Be a gigolo. Yeah. I mean, do something that's not kill your kid and if you're gonna if, if you can't if be good at least wrong, be good at it if you're gonna you know? do something morally wrong do literally anything maybe sell drugs that doesn't i mean that harms people but at least that doesn't i guess it also kind of maybe kills people don't sell drugs everyone literally don't listen to the any advice i ever say but if it's like if you were that desperate for money and you're like willing to do something so morally wrong it's yeah. like sell drugs 
be a prostitute. Yeah. You're going to get arrested anyway, but at least you'll get arrested on and not a murder charge. Yeah, at least you didn't take somebody's, let alone, like, your own kid. Your like, own child. how desperate do you have to be? And he, didn't he try, didn't he have another kid that he tried to kill one of his daughters? His other daughter. His, that's crazy. And then crazy. the neighbor's kids. And the neighbor's kids. Why and take then out just the, the random like kids kid too? from church that he just saw on the street? That's wild. I just, that's, that's Which nuts. is like, he wasn't going to get money from the, the neighbor's, like, neighbor's kids, kids so why take them out and like you know the whole asking about cyanide in that's in also the like class, that's, that's gonna get bad. you yeah. like that's a notable question you mm-hmm. know so o'brien pled not guilty to all his charges of after his trial began on november 5th 1974 According to O'Brien, the poisoned pixie sticks came from some unknown assailant, saying that the poisoning of a son was caused by a sick individual looking to kill young children. O'Brien's pleas were in vain, though, as his friends, family, and co-workers all testified against him in court. After an only 46-minute deliberation... Not even an hour. Not even an hour. Not even an hour. O'Brien was found guilty on June 3rd, 1975 of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. After another 71-minute deliberation, O'Brien was sentenced to death by the electric chair. Whoa. O'Brien, shortly after this, Diane O'Brien left her husband divorcing him and then remarrying a man who later adopted his daughter elizabeth wow so now we can talk about his execution and then the aftermath wait his execution did something go wrong with the execution oh yeah i was gonna say is he back but there's a fun detail i like to share with all executions okay and we'll get to that okay after three attempts, well, I get there were some things that went wrong. Okay, but but it, they they killed him eventually. Okay, all right, so he's dead. Okay, good. after three attempts to execute him, it took three tries, as well <laughs> oh as as well as a change to be executed by lethal injection. Ronald O'Brien was executed on the fourth attempt by lethal injection <laughs> on March thirty first, nineteen eighty four, almost ten years after. The, like killing that's crazy and he was killed shortly after midnight o'brien's execution was continually set back due to his lawyers constantly repetitioning for a stay of execution each basically like all the time after the yeah. trial here's my favorite detail about executions the last meals okay what was his wait can i guess mm-hmm. okay uh, it'd be nuts if it involved Kool-Aid. That would be really funny. Um, let's see. I'm going to guess either something like super cheap, like McDonald's, or like something crazy expensive, like a steak dinner with potatoes and asparagus and wine. You're on the right track. Am I really? You're on the right track. Okay. O'Brien's last meal was a... And this is so gross. A well-done T-bone steak. Well which, done. Which, well done. I'm sorry. Don't eat meat. Don't, don't be a meat eat, eater. Don't eat the steak if, if it's well done. If it's well done. It's shoe leather. I'm, that is, thank you. Shoe leather. I'm sorry. Okay. This was a debate I heard on like a, one of my favorite podcasts, the Sleep Deprived Podcast, <laughs> like a while ago. Um, when you go to a restaurant and you order a steak. Yeah. 
and they're like how do you want it what do you say medium well medium well yeah okay or if i'm really feeling fancy i'll just say medium okay so not never medium rare because that's like I'm too a medium pink rare. but i respect the medium rare i respect the medium rare uh i actually admire medium rare because you just can't do it i just it's too red you know but i can do it pink um my mom actually really enjoys a well-done steak and she'll even tell i know it's i know like chewy. i know it she'll is... even tell the waiter she'll be like you can butterfly it if you'd like and i'm like ah. Oh. What a beautiful steak. All gone to waste. All gone to waste. But it's oh. okay. That's how she likes it. My poor it, dad listening fine. to this is probably like. <laughs> My dad's probably like crying right now. But yes, so well done T bone steak, french fries and ketchup, whole kernel corn, sweet peas, lettuce and tomato salad with egg and French dressing, iced tea sweetener for the iced tea i presume saltines boston cream pie and rolls which as last meals go not awful that's pretty good that's what's pretty the good. weirdest last meal you've had on here that sticks out in your head is there one in particular that you're like oh that that was weird oh my gosh there was one this season I don't remember who it was though. Hold on, we're going to the spot. We're going to the Spotify. We're going back. We're taking we're going it back. back. We're taking a leap back. But there's a lot of weird meals. Out I'm sure. There. Yeah, I'm sure. Like a lot of the famous serial killers, like Ted Bundy, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, they have had some pretty weird last meals. I can't lie. Um. Oh, okay. The Gainesville Ripper. Okay. His last meal. Let me tell you what that was. Who I covered this season. He's the inspiration for the movie Scream. Oh, okay. Slay. Good. Yeah. Great. So, I thought he had a pretty interesting last meal. Um, I just love looking at people's last meal. I'm well, it's just like, such a fun detail. And I feel like it says so much about your personality. You know what I'm saying? It? I mean, not that... Not that a killer's personality is worth getting to know, so, but still, you know? Yeah. His is not, like, particularly weird. I was just, like, out of everything, like, this is really not what I would have picked. Yeah. So it was a lobster tail, butterfly shrimp, baked potato, strawberry cheesecake, and sweet tea, which a lot of them pick sweet Why tea as their last drink. Why do they pick sweet tea? Okay, so I think we're noticing a trend. Mm-hmm. Uh, psychopaths really like sweet tea, which says something about... Yeah, sweet tea. I don't love sweet tea at all, um, which I guess bodes well for my personality. But I just found an article from crimemuseum.com of the top 10 last meal requests. Okay, what are they? So we're bouncing off. Actually, let's cover these after we finish the okay, story. We'll okay, come that's back fine. To this. That's I fair. I, just, we'll I didn't mean to, to sidebar that no, part. No, that happens a lot. Okay. A lot of sidebars happen Okay, good. But... Now we have to get into O'Brien's last words. Okay. O'Brien's last words were, quote, what is, about, what is about to transpire in a few moments is wrong. However, we as human beings do not do make mistakes and errors. This execution is one of those wrongs, yet doesn't mean our whole system of justice is wrong. Therefore, I would forgive all who have taken part in any way in my death. 
Also, to anyone I have offended in any way during my 39 years, I pray and ask for your forgiveness, just as I forgive anyone who offended me in any way. And I pray and ask God's forgiveness for all of us respectively as human beings. To my loved ones, I extend my undying love. To those close to me, know in your hearts I love you one and all. God bless you all, and may God's blessing be always yours. Ronald C. O'Brien. P.S. During my time here, I have been treated well by all TDC personnel. End quote. Are you kidding? His last sentence was, I have been treated well by all person. That's okay. All right. As last sentences go. That's kind of nice. It was nice. nice. But also maybe put that in like. Also really narcissistic. Right. And the fact that he decided to take a stand against the justice system uh, from death row is kind of wacky. Isn't that so crazy? And it's so narcissistic and egotistical for him to say, I mean, yes, there are. I I thought a confession Mm -hmm. was coming fully. Like. Like when you were reading that, I was like, okay, all right, yeah, he's about to confess. And then it was like, but know that I forgive you all. And I was like, what? Which is like, it's like, I, a lot of people interpret it like, oh, at least like he's like giving forgiveness. I'm like, no, this is a fully like narcissistic yeah. man who's like, they don't need to I be. I want as, like, I'm not like, I forgive you all. He refused to confess. But I'm not going to confess. I'm going to make this all about me. Yeah. I forgive you. I did this. Yeah. I was treated well. Yeah. I, 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 I. So that's just my take on it. So the aftermath. Prior to the pixie stick poisonings, the urban legend of Halloween candy being poisoned was never confirmed to be real. This case is actually one of the only confirmed candy poisonings oh. in history ever since that night that Timothy O'Brien died, where a child has died from tainted candy. So, not a lot of instances. In 2000, a man in Minneapolis was convicted of putting needles into Snickers bars. I thought that was just a joke. Like, I didn't think that was real. I've seen it on in memes. But no one ingested the needles. Thank God. Good. (laughs) In 2015, around Valentine's Day, ecstasy pills shaped like conversation hearts began (gasps) popping up around the U.S. Though, luckily, they were never given to children. Okay. Which... I don't know anyone that would willingly give their drugs to children. I don't either. Like, if I think about it and I think of, like, people that are, like, truly addicted to substances, you're not giving them to other people. Right. They're not, you're not giving, they're them, not for giving free. them out for Halloween. You're not giving them for free, especially. <laughs> so, today, the chance of finding poison, razor blades, drugs, etc., and Halloween candy is rare. However, local authorities around the country recommend that parents check their children's Halloween candy just to be safe. And that is the story of the real-life Candyman. Yeah, if it's been stapled shut, don't eat it. I used to think, you know the Reese's that are like... They're not sealed, but they're like wrapped yes, and like I know folded. exactly. My mom would never let me eat those. I would eat them. Like no, like, I wouldn't eat them until unwrapped. I like finally saw a pack being bought by one of my family friends that had them folded like that yeah. in the bag, and I was like, "This is number one, not very tamper proof, and also like if I'm sketched out by it as a kid, Reese's needs to know that like they should stop selling yeah. in packages, and like, yet they haven't because no, it, but it's like 
why do you sell them like that when you also sell them the regular package? It's way? a nostalgia thing. I fully think it's like nostalgic mm-hmm, of how you know they used saying? to be wrapped. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But also, you're right. It's not at all tamper proof at Mm-mm. all. You could just literally put a little like glue stick on, fold it back over, and you're good. No one would know. No one would no know. One. Oh, I'm glad someone like understands that too. Yes. Okay. I agree. Top ten last meal requests. Okay, hit me. Let's get into it. Okay. John Wayne Gacy's last meal. Oh, he was the clown killer, right? The clown killer. Yes, he's fascinating. 12 deep fried shrimp. Why 12? I have so many questions. Sorry. <laughs> just, you know, 12. <laughs> just 12. Not 13. A not bucket, 11. 12. <laughs> a bucket of original recipe chicken from KFC, french fries, and a pound of strawberries, pie, ice cream, steak, pizza lobster hamburger spaghetti sushi and crab potatoes but he was basically just ended up giving given his 12 fried shrimp his chicken his french fries and his strawberries i think they said that's enough that's it yeah it sounds like he was trying to drain the department corrections Mm -hmm. fund um that's funny though and it says below this um some of these stereotypical selections could be easily predicted, but there were a handful of other items that some would cater- categorize as particular for a last meal, which some of his other requests, which weren't in the list, included Stouffer's macaroni and cheese, okay, kielbasa, crawfish etouffee, Pop-Tarts, what? a quart of 20-year-old whiskey, and most notably a shark... F- oh, he didn't ask for these. Sorry. I didn't read far enough. And most notably, a shark fin. But these are actual requests what? that people have asked A for. shark fin? I feel like they're just trying to make it difficult. You know? Yeah. Like, maybe I saw on some comedy show one that where it like it was like the prison guard was like telling like the guy who was like visiting this lady he was like, you know she's smart she got out of her execution because her last meal request was a shamrock shake and a McRib and those are never around at the same time. That's funny. It's clever. <laughs> it's clever. Okay, Saddam Hussein. Oh, good. <laughs> so it's actually disputed because it's not ever. It's never been confirmed as to what he was given. Right. But it's most commonly agreed upon that whether or not it was requested or just given to him, he was had boiled chicken, rice, and hot water with honey. Ah, whoa! Talk about flavorful. <laughs> um, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> Yes. Boiled chicken. Boiled mm. chicken. I love it. <laughs> so, Ted Bundy. Okay. He actually declined a special meal. What? So, he was given, which was picked by the prison, a traditional steak, medium rare. Yes. Haha. <laughs> One for the team. One for the team. Eggs, over easy. Hash browns, toast, milk coffee juice butter and jelly and that's because he was given that in the morning and then killed later that evening timothy mcveigh who i'm not familiar with enjoyed two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream two pints good for him good for him good for him him. john allen mudamid who was the dc sniper okay he chose chicken with red sauce and just an assortment of different types of cake like, yes. Love that. Okay, that's funny. Um, Danny Rowling, who we've actually talked about on here, um, 
he basically was like kind of the same as um ronald okay yeah or not Ronald. Um, oh, Danny Rowling. Gainesville Ripper. Duh. Okay. The one we, we were just talking about. about. Lobster yeah. tail, butterfly shrimp, baked potato, sweet pea, strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. And then finally, Eileen Wuornos, who was a female serial a killer. A woman. I feel like that's rare. I'm well, going to talk about her rare. eventually. I just haven't found like the perfect time to talk yeah. about her. She was given... She also declined a special meal. But she was given a hamburger, coffee, and other snacks from the prison's canteen. I feel like we can find more interesting last meals. Yeah, I want to know who requested the shark fin. Weird last meals. Craziest last meal requests. Okay, here we go. Oh, Eileen Wuornos, the only thing she asked for was a single cup of coffee before her lethal injection. I mean, honestly, what a statement, you know? (laughs) I bet it was black, too. (laughs) Gerald Lee Mitchell who was executed in 2001, asked for a bag of assorted Jolly Ranchers as his last meal. I hope they were all green apple. That's <laughs> that. all grape. That's the, yes. Just grape and green yes. apple. Yes. <laughs> no, honestly, green apple is the go-to Jolly Rancher flavor. Like, period. You know? Okay, this one's kind of sweet, and I don't know who this man is, so I'm going to look him up after this. Okay. But, um... He, his last meal request was that a vegetarian pizza be donated to a homeless person in Nashville. I mean, my heart goes out to him, but also he is a serial killer, so it also doesn't, but it is a nice gesture. Yeah. So the prison denied his request. Well. But several homeless shelters in the area did end up receiving pizzas in response to Workman's request. Well, so that, something that good was, came out okay. of it. Okay, yeah. Ricky Ray Rector um, wanted steak, fried chicken, cherry Kool-Aid, and pecan pie. Here we are with the Kool-Aid. I mean, I feel I'm like... I'm sorry. Kool-Aid's not that good. It's not. It's not good. It's just sugar water. It's Yeah, it's literally not good. It's not. It's truly not. And then it's got the funky mascot, and like it comes in weird colors, and it's just not... Yeah. It's not the best. You do you know? remember when people used to dye their hair with Kool-Aid? Yes. Oh, my gosh, do I. And yes. then it never came out. And it never came out. I had a friend growing up that grew or that dyed the like tips of her hair red, mm-hmm. and it stayed that way. I wanted to do that so bad, but then seeing how like all my friend's hair grew out after that phase, I was like, never so mind. glad I didn't. Thank you, Mom, for never letting me do that. Yep. Odell Barnes asked for his last meal justice equality and world peace oh how how thoughtful <laughs> boring yeah i don't justice equality and world peace good yeah that's great num num delicious are you ready for yes. the big one i hope it's the shark fin no it's not unfortunately Rats. but this is a big one okay robert alton harris requested for a 21 piece bucket of kfc two large domino's pizzas ice cream, a bag of jelly beans, a six-pack of Pepsi, and a pack of Camel cigarettes. Hmm. Dinner. But at the time of his execution, they were the prison was unable to get Domino's pizza, so it was switched to Tombstone pizza. Unfortunately. Oh. I'd be so mad. I would, I would be like, too. Look. Domino's is so much better than Tombstone. Like they're not. It's like a. It's not even a debate. It's like it's a frozen pizza. It's not even a. Ba- it's not a debate. Yeah. Look, 
I get pretty sick of Domino's because I work as a surf instructor during the summers and yeah. like the free like meal we give out to like our campers is Domino's and hot dogs. Yes. <laughs> which wonderful. No healthy options, but wonderful. But it's like that first like the first bite of Domino's pizza yeah. in the season is just the most delectable little I know and their crust man the garlicky crust the mm. crust slaps okay so in those death row meals i noticed a couple trends uh number 1 serial killers really like kfc chicken like they just do it's just a it's just a thing number 2 they really like steak mm-hmm. which is also really interesting i don't know uh what were the i feel like there was a lot of cake involved a lot of cake well. a lot of cake and ice cream a lot of cake and ice cream yeah yeah okay alan lee tiny davis um asked for lobster tail okay fried potatoes mm-hmm. fried shrimp and clams mm-hmm. a half loaf of garlic bread and a 32 ounce of a and w root beer that eats I like Honestly, that order. Honestly, I like the garlic bread. I like... That's well, a nice it's touch. It's also um, seafood is a request. Yes. But have you noticed that if they get seafood, it's only seafood? Yes. It's never like surf it's, and turf? Yes. Yep. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Victor Fuger asked for a single olive with the pit inside. I love that. Go off, Victor. Girl dinner. I was going to say, that is so girl dinner. All you need to do is add, like, a random side, like blackberries or a cracker. I take it back. We finally have the surf and turf. Okay. Hit me. Ronnie Lee Gardner requested lobster tail, steak, apple pie, and vanilla ice cream. And a viewing of the Lord of the Rings. That's a good dinner. That's a good dinner. Did, did he want With like, dinner and a show? Dinner and a show. Did they give him the show or did they just give him dinner? They gave him the show. Oh my gosh, they gave him the show. Note to self if I ever end up on death row, I'm request dinner a, and a show. I'm going to ask for a show. Yeah. I mean, why not? Because I I know they at least probably give you a couple hours like to eat your food i know they probably give you a few and you know i'd want to watch my favorite movie before i died i i mean i don't disagree you know and plus lord of the rings that's like long like that's like a four-hour movie right mm-hmm. he was also trying to buy just time. a little side thing so ronnie lee gardner um was put to death by firing squad and i would like to say idaho just brought back death by firing squad as Did an execution they really? because the united states is running out of the drug they use for lethal injections you know i've heard some really interesting things about the drug they use for lethal injections well so it's made in europe it's actually yeah. made in france yeah and then france like made it for some other purpose other than like killing yeah i don't know what that purpose is but then they found out what we were using it for and said, you can't have it anymore. So we have a shortage of it right <laughs> that's now hilarious. because we have to start making it. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. I've always I listened to a podcast on it a while back and it was kind of discussing like whether or not the lethal injection is a cruel or unusual form of punishment because of like the chemicals that they put mm-hmm. in it. So basically what I heard was that it paralyzes you and then you die like a slow painful death but nobody Mm -hmm. else can tell so i find it really interesting it makes sense now that i know that it wasn't originally intended for killing you know that Mm -hmm. it was intended for something else but that's wild they brought back the firing squad 
So we have two more. Okay. Last meals. But All yeah, right. the firing squad is like, I would not want to be put to death by firing squad. No. No, I feel like you. that would stress me out more. I wouldn't want to be on the firing squad. Mm-mm. No. Absolutely Although you not. know there are some like really sick people out oh, there I'm that are sure. like so happy to do it. I'm sure. I don't like that. I wouldn't even want to watch that. No. People who watch people get I don't like, want to watch. So... I don't want to watch any execution. Yeah. Period. Makes me squeamish. I'd be okay. So Thomas J. Grosso asked for steamed clams and mussels. Okay. A Burger King double cheeseburger. See? There we are there with we the are. fast food. Mm-hmm. Barbecue spare ribs. Two strawberry milkshakes, half a pumpkin pie, and a can of SpaghettiOs. Wow. But apparently it was a controversy because his SpaghettiOs came at room temperature. (laughs) And then he received, as like a consolation, regular spaghetti and meatballs. Wow. He got a consolation. He got a consolation. So he got all of that? He got all of it. That's wild. That's a long list. I mean, if you're going out, you might as well go with a bang. Okay, we have our last one. And whether or not this is a joke or not has never been determined. Okay. But Edward or James Edward Smith requested a lump of dirt. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but um, so good. this was denied and he was given a cup of yogurt. Uh, <laughs> what? He requested a lump of dirt and was given a cup, cup of, of yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> wow, I love that all those other inmates that request or that denied a request were given like, you know, like Ted Bundy given Well, he actually settled on the cup of yogurt. Oh, I think they tried okay. to give him a bunch of stuff and he was like, no, no, no. no. Cup of yogurt? Yes. Yes, which is yes. such like a toddler like it is a very thing. toddler thing. Like it's like you're like pitching a tantrum, you know. Like do you I want, want this sweetie? Just, do you want this sweetie? I want do you a want cup this of dirt. Sweetie? You know. Do you want this? Do you want this? I want yogurt. Yeah, fine. Um, but yeah. Um, are you? Do you have any plans for Halloween tomorrow? I okay. So I wasn't sure whether or not. To go out, to not go out, and then I landed on not because I have a test on Wednesday, and yeah, we have out. the trials rehearsal tomorrow, mm. which I'm very excited for. I'm I don't very, have to very be excited there. For. Okay, well, I have the but trials you- <laughs> rehearsal tomorrow. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm probably going to stay home and watch a scary movie. I probably know, watch the Five Nights at Freddy's movie again. Honestly, was it good? Oh my gosh, I cried. Was it really? Are you serious? Because I saw ads for it and I was like, mm, I, I don't know. I cried, I think, because of like, it made me feel like a little girl again. Uh-huh. Yeah. But And I think I'm like blinded because in my mind, I'm like, it was so good. But I think if I was just an average moviegoer, I'd be like, this movie is absolutely awful well i mean you know what are your thoughts on like horror movies in general like do you like horror horror okay it's my favorite genre like i love horror movies they're Uh, my favorite what's your favorite number one go oh my gosh oh my gosh do you like artsy horror or do you like just like (sighs) well it depends because i like i never can say that i have just one because it really depends on your mood for like what you very want to, like, true so i'd say if i want a good slasher yeah it'd either be between the original halloween yes or scream yes two very good options i love the original halloween. i love a good final girl yes i love a good yes, final girl like, that's why i love like texas chainsaw massacre yes. and everything because like the girl gets away yeah what um a- if i want like a creepy paranormal Typically, I gravitate towards The Conjuring. 
Okay. Yeah. The con- What are your thoughts on the Insidious? Like, I don't. I don't even know Insidious. how many in- movies there are. Insidious at this point. unsettles me, not in a way that I feel scared. It's just I just don't feel pleasant. Yeah. It's you know just, what I mean? It's like a, a cognitive dissonance. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if I want recently, if I want like a quote-unquote paranormal i lean towards hereditary oh yes okay hereditary i love is good. hereditary midsomar is better i agree that is my opinion and i know a lot of people disagree but i think midsomar is midsomar, better midsomar though and i guess spoiler alert but if you haven't seen midsomar like you might have been living under I a rock i think you've been living under a yeah. rock which my parents are gonna be like we haven't seen midsomar um but when the guy when the like old people jump off the cliff yes no, i just can't it's watch like, it i literally i can watch every single other part of that movie but except it's crazy that like the color scheme and like the I, just the director from a director's standpoint it's i went amazing. into it like knowing that it was this big movie but i'd never seen a trailer or anything and i was like why yeah. is everything so light and i was actually like this unsettles me more yes exactly because now it makes and it's me, so calm it's so calm but it's also like you always think scary things are going to happen in the dark and yeah. then scary things are happening in the daytime now yeah oh you're telling me i need to be scared of like being outside yeah now? okay i guess i'm just gonna like live in my bed yeah what are your thoughts on like found footage horror movies like uh what was the one <sighs> my introduction the big one my introduction Blair um, Witch. Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch. Yeah. Which I never thought was scary. I didn't either. And everyone was like, this is the scariest horror movie ever. And I, kept I was like, waiting and waiting and waiting. And I kept waiting didn't. for the jump scare. And yeah. I, especially when they were like facing towards the wall, I was like, so are they going to turn around? Yeah. Are we going to see the witch? Yeah. Are we going to see whatever's killing these people? Nope. No. Um, Paranormal Activity. I okay. think the first one was good. The rest were not good. That's kind of how I feel about Insidious. Like, I feel like the first two were good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't amazing they weren't the best but they were it was like a solid yeah a solid that's how movie. i feel about the conjuring they're not like the greatest yeah. either but like they're a lot i think they're a lot it's more a watchable than pick. a lot of other ones yeah absolutely what are your thoughts on like whether or not they should show the monster like do you think it's scarier when they don't show it or when they do it's scarier when they don't show it but i always I want to see this i agree it's like that weird uh that was me with like the babadook yes because i was like i don't think i ever needed to see the babadook outside of like the cartoon like yes. the book character yeah i think that would have been cool if we never see him but in like reality i still ended up being like oh like i'm glad i actually got to see like him yeah did you so ever did it's you like such a double-edged sword yes absolutely because once you see it the monster can sometimes be disappointing like in mm-hmm. insidious like you see the monster and it just kind of looks yeah, like the darth red maul. demon and i was literally um like, literally it that's looks like I darth maul was, like, you literally just look like darth maul with yeah like, a chin. but with bad teeth yeah. you know and like some hair yeah and some weird hair so it's kind of I don't know. But did you ever see the black phone? That was an amazing Yes. Amazing I really liked movie. The black phone. Yes. It was awesome. What was the one that just came out with the Talk hand? to me? Talk to me. I haven't okay, that might actually be my Halloween plan. Because I, saw I haven't it. seen it yet. I don't want to say I was disappointed because I wasn't raving. disappointed. I was definitely scared by it. Okay. It just wasn't I don't know. The I didn't enjoy it, not because I thought it was bad. It was yeah. just like there was something about it that I just could I couldn't connect mm-hmm. with it as well as I could I with gotcha. some other. Yeah. Which maybe I don't know. My mom was like my mom said, movies that really could happen when a stranger calls. Ooh, that one's scary. Yes. What's the one? Oh my gosh, it's with the lady's death. Hush. Hush. Directed by Mike Flanagan. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so deaf good. and she's and she survives. And it's wacky. 
it's a oh wacky gosh, it's movie. Wacky, but that's like because I'm fluent in sign language. I yeah. work with a lot of deaf people, and I watched that one, and I was like, oh, I didn't yeah. even think about like deaf people getting killed because you can't hear them coming. It's in. crazy. Oh, but that oh that scared me so bad when I saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, hush. When a stranger calls is good. Yeah. Thank you, mom, for that one. Um, horror movies that I think are stupid. Um, let's start off <laughs> with The Ring. I okay. Yeah, I don't like The Ring. I don't love The Ring. It's just she just kind of looks like a. I don't even know. Or The Grudge. I'm like yeah. Or what's the? But do you like the horror comedy crossover? It can it be depends. good. Or I think it, it works with bad. like Chucky. Like yeah. Chucky, I think works really well. Some of like scary movie. Mm-mm. No, I know that one's supposed to be like pure comedy, but it's still just like I think it's so dumb. Yeah, that entire like two thousands genre of like yeah. making parodies. Yeah, like, I just like, didn't think worked. There's a fine line between being stupid and being a solid movie. But I think one that did it really well was Us. Mm-hmm. with the like elements of comedy in it but still turning out to be this just terrifying yeah, that's the one with the oh yeah that's the one directed the by jordan peele, jordan the, peele. yes mm-hmm. no i recently watched that and it blew my mind the mm-hmm. ending blew my mind it was crazy Which, i mean i that's when i will not spoil though no no i wouldn't either because it's amazing like, like that one's like midsommar is like you've probably seen clips of it on tiktok yeah. by now and if you like Every single, like, girlfriend and boyfriend now dress up as, as yep. the, like, May Queen and then the bear. Yes. And it's Every like, single one. Or they'll do, like, the May Queen and the, what's the kid from Hereditary? I can't remember his name. But oh, with the mm-hmm, crown with and the, the crown. nose. Um, but, yeah. He gets so possessed by payment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah. No, Us is crazy. Did you ever see Nope? Mm-hmm. I liked Nope. I liked Nope, too. But I think Us was my favorite Us out of the two. Us was much better. Us was better. Um, but here's my favorite underrated horror pick. Okay, hit me. Sleepaway Camp. I haven't seen it. Oh, the best 80s horror really? movie with one of the best twists okay. I've ever seen. I'll have to watch it's it It's not necessarily scary. It's very much like slasher and that yeah. like you always know when the slasher is going to happen. Yeah. But the best twist okay ever like, i will you watch would, it you'll never gonna see it you're never gonna see it coming okay now i'm excited now i have halloween plans yes i literally like if you want to watch a modern one and then a great anti- yes. 1980s i'm so pumped um but some other ones i was disappointed by my parents always told me that the exorcist was like the scariest horror movie of all time and that if i watched i was gonna cry i was more scared by the thriller music video than i was by the <laughs> exorcist i feel like it was the same way with jaws with me like i was always told oh it's scary it's scary and then like i watch it and i'm like it's I a mechanical like, oh, shark. shark you know i also love sharks so i was like oh, oh cute shark cute. Uh, yeah. hi yeah um i was disappointed by that my dad also used to tell me that the original frankenstein movie like the universal studios like yeah. original OG. 1930s yeah. was also terrifying and then i watched that and i was like so when am I going to get scared? Yeah, like I feel like special effects in today's film industry have mm-hmm. really taken off, which has raised our standard. Which, yeah, for you know? sure. And I guess we are, like, everyone's like, you're so desensitized now. But it's like, there's a lot of, like, older stuff that really scares me. I agree. I agree. Like, 100%. Rosemary's Baby terrified me. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some older stuff that is very disturbing. Um, it's not impossible. It's just hard. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm yeah but 
I think that's about it for this cool episode. Cool beans. Well, thanks for having me on, and thank you for an awesome, yes. spooky yes, story. Thank you for being on. Do you have any final questions or comments? Or uh, I don't. Well, make sure you check your kids' Halloween candy. Yes. Do that. That way, there's no cyanide in their pixie sticks. Yeah. Check for staples. Yeah. Check, check for, for like, staples. Tape. Check for just anything odd. Especially, it's pretty easy. I've found out to tell when something's been sealed by a hot, like a yeah. straightener. Because the edge is not going to be crimped. Yeah. Look for crimped edges. Because crimped is usually mean that it was closed by like an actual yep. like in the factory. Yep. So check for that. Yep. Everyone who's going out tomorrow, have a very safe Halloween. For sure. Um, stay with your friends. Never Uber alone. Don't Uber alone. Don't do it. Just... Yeah, and also it's going to be cold. So, I mean, I don't want to be that person to be like, put a sweatshirt on over here. Bundle up. Bundle up. But, like, please, actually, because it was pretty frigid today. And I was in, like, a sweatshirt and sweatpants. Yeah, I was was in jeans and I was still cold. All right. And to my listeners. Oh, well, thank you for joining the club that is Club Crime. Yes. You're officially a club member. I'm so excited. I'm in. And to all my listeners, please join us next week for another true crime story when we have another guest joining us. And this has been Club Crime.